Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. The all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. I wasn't quite sure how I was going to do this. There's no right way, there's no wrong way. It's just my way. And this is perfect for me to share it with my team, my loved ones, that I'll be retiring from tennis. And it's the first time I've actually said it out loud. And, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. But I'm so happy and I'm so ready and I just know at the moment in my heart for me as a person this is right. Yeah, emotional Ash Barty uh, announcing her retirement today. Welcome to Sports Day. Gary Belcher, Scott Sattler in the Sports Day studio tonight. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, Southern Cross Stereo, and throughout SEN. Gentlemen, we didn't see that coming did we? No, I don't think we saw it coming. And it was so Ash Barty not to do a huge press release, but she did it with her best friend and former doubles partner, Casey Delacqua, Yeah, just via an Instagram social media post. So, uh, yeah, I think it has shocked everyone. But I don't know about you guys. I, I was shocked when it happened. But I'm not disappointed because she had the ability to go out on her own terms. Well, she's 25 years of age. She's Wow. She's going number one, has been number one for the last two years as well. And, yes. And uh, it's been quite a really, you don't want to say transition yet, but the announcement and now the time to think about it, it's, yeah, it's, I'm a little bit sad we're not going to see her Me play too. again, but I think it's not the last we're going to see her in a sport. I'm, st- I'm stunned and, uh, you know, just from a selfish point of view, I really wish she was still going to play because it's great mm. to have an Aussie up there playing so well at the top of world tennis. She's been Amazing, and and what an ambassador she's been, and what a what a great sport. Um, I, I you know I kind of first I thought Ash just just say you're having a break, have twelve months off, um, but that would have just there would have been noise all around that, wouldn't there? Would have been people continually hounding her and questioning, and lots of media around when's Ash going to come back? Is she going to come back? And what's she going to do? So she's uh, as she did when she was only eighteen or nineteen, when she 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 pulled the plug once before and went and played big bash, you know, big bash, and it was it was great. So. Who knows? But I'm, um, yeah. In, in in another way, I'm really proud. We may her see her, her on the green. Well, of, yeah. of uh, the British Open. So you think she might take up golf professionally? Well, she plays off scratch. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, and there's a little bit more longevity, and it's less harmful on your body. We're all going to make speculations but, at the moment, but first and foremost, she need, she's going to get married. Yeah, so. <laughs> we said she needs time to step away and live a normal life yeah, and tend to grow as a person and a while, to mature. Huh? She just needs to to get away from all. And it, it's going to be tricky for someone like Ash to just get away from all, you know, the attention of people generally. But um, she won't have to do all that travelling and everything else that comes with and and the pressure that comes with being a top tennis player. Absolutely, twenty five years of age. I think she's retired too soon, and that just got us thinking about this in the sports day office today. 
Which other sports stars have retired too soon? I mean, there's one amongst us, isn't there, Sats? The great Gary Belcher. Yeah, 31 years. No, 31 years of age. That's just 32. Yeah, yeah, well, things are a little bit different. Well, nowadays, 32, they're (laughs) signing two year deals. That's right. Yeah, 31 32 is, you know, you're you're basically limping after every training session, aren't you? But these days, 31 32, they're. They look great. Yeah, there's a lot of players that still retire around that age in different sports. And, you know, mine was injury-related. Um, uh, if you could keep going, you know, if you keep going, you do. And you do now, especially the, the amount of money they're being paid. But what about uh, the great uh, Bjorn Borg? Well, he, he was 26, re- wasn't he? Yeah, something like that. And then tried to make a comeback a few years later yep. that didn't quite work. Michael Jordan, you mentioned, Sats. Well, yeah, 93, in 1993, he was at the top of his game. And then... How old um, was he? He might have been twenty. He might have been twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, wow. And um, and then went to baseball. Uh, was and was playing in like the the second tier league. Yeah. And then there was a strike in baseball. Many believe that if he continued and the strike didn't happen, that he would have actually made it in baseball. Then came back and won three more, one more comps with the um, with the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot. I mean, you talk about tennis. Remember Justine Hennon? Yeah, it was only yeah, a few years ago. She, she was world she number one. Retired she? at 26. Yeah, it's incredible. And the only it? thing that eluded her, she had won seven grand slams. The only thing that eluded her was Wimbledon. She tried to make a comeback and then retired again at 28. So there's been plenty of sportsmen and women that, that have retired too soon. Oh, well, we shouldn't say too soon. And retired well, young. Well, 25 is so young. Yeah, but it's not too soon because not too soon for her. I'll okay. give you a, yeah. someone of a similar age, though, at 25. Yeah. One of the all-time greats of... Australian rugby, Mark Eller. Yeah, there you go. 25. I knew mm. he was young, uh, and then I heard that today, and I looked it up, and he was uh, he was so young. He made his debut when he was like only 20 or so, and he played 25 tests for Australia on that, that Grand Slam tour. That Alan Jones coached, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, who's retired too soon? Too young, I, I guess that's probably the better mm. way to say it. There's got to be some swimmers. There has to be some swimmers. 0457. Seven well, three six. Start very young. Seven and, three six. Yeah, they and do. Finish young, you get to twenty five. You're doing well. You're an old timer <laughs> for a swimmer. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, four five seven seven three six seven three six is our text number. Uh, of course, the best text tonight will score a Spinalese pillow. Uh, we're giving it to Ash. Yeah, she's going to get us. She's going to be able to sleep well now. She's retired. Yes, she will be able to. Mm. Eh? She's and getting married soon too, with isn't she? With the help she? of her Spinalese. Yes, yeah, she pillow. is. Yeah. She might want to start a family, guys. Yeah, as well. Well, we'll give one for her husband and for a little one for the baby. Real quick one off the toppy. Alan from Erskine Park. Yeah. Good contributor each night. Shane Gould. Of course. She did. <laughs> she did. One of our greatest athletes of all time. She was only 17 or 18, wasn't mm, she? After no, the... was she? She yeah, was she very young. She won gold young. at 15. A handful of gold. Yeah. Okay. Right. Is morning. it spinalezee.com.au for that Spinal Ease pillow uh, tonight? We'll... Um, We'll give that away before the end of the show. Big show. Uh, our Newcastle listeners through 2HD, through the Super Radio Network. I just whistled when I spoke then. Uh, Adam O'Brien, the coach. Alan Seal. Yeah, I sound like that, don't I? Uh, I don't like slippers. Where are my peas? Uh, anyway, Adam O'Brien, the coach of the Knights, uh, will be joining us real soon. He'd be in a good mood, wouldn't he? Peter Hooley, uh, latest on the NBL, round 17. Kicks off tomorrow night. Shane Gould, after being at 15 at the, uh, the the Summer Olympics and going so great well in Munich, she retired aged 16. No. Oh, there you go. Wow. What? What?
Good on you, Oprah. Uh, Barry Hall, Sonny Bill, big fight tonight. Oh, we are split on this. They're not it's a young. split decision. We Both are of them split. are not young. One's 44, 45. 45. And, yeah. Sonny, Sonny Bill's, Bill's 36. 36. Pretty young. Yeah, oh, you know what? I, um, I'm i split with this one. Yeah, you're right, Badge. I, I think and you made a really good point the other night. You said that. Which one? Whatever Sonny Bill. I was ruined. <laughs> whatever Sonny Bill sticks his mind at and starts to commit to. He very rarely loses. Mm. Yeah, you know, goes to. I can't see him going in underdone. No, and not not ready for this. And yeah, well, I've heard hey. some mail from my good mate Brooksy today mm-hmm. from uh, Joel and Fletch that he's copped a few. Well, he's been well, sparring. 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 Does he, get, does he get good mail or is he? Oh. Brooksy looks like he's never been in a fight in his life. <laughs> he's got shoulders <laughs> like a brown snake, <laughs> and he's built like a two iron. Yeah. So. Um, Sonny Bill Williams, yeah, the, the word you got that he's been copying a fair bit of uh, head knocks in yep. sparring, which is, happens in sparring. But you've got to remember, this guy's been sparring Joseph Parker, who is an up-and-coming potential world heavyweight contender, and Tyson Fury, who is the baddest man on the earth at the moment. So you're going to mm. cop some knocks. What it does do Look, sparring. He just texted me, Sats. He said he's, he went to the gym last week, three iron banks. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so uh, what, what happens when you do spar and you do cop some head knocks, it does knock your confidence around a little bit. You think I'm not going as good You've as had what I thought a few it was. fights. And, yeah. And you, you, did you ever cop any at sparring? Yeah, I, had a, um, I remember I had a, had a sparring session once and I was only about two weeks out from the fight and and this guy hit me with some really big shots and it knocked my confidence around to the point where I was – I thought about pulling out of the fight. I thought, I'm, I'm actually not going as good as what I thought I was. Um, I've got more so respect you for you. And then, hey? You fought? Yeah, yeah. Did you win? I won, yeah. Oh, okay. And then they put a guy in uh, the next sparring session, had no arms, and so I got my confidence back up again, and I was okay. I thought, <laughs> I thought you went to a day spa. That's what, and some bloke knocked you around a bit. Is I that thought offensive that, to people that are With armless? no arms? Oh, he was armless. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I must break you. <laughs> Hey, this um, this this story's not really going away. This uh, this stuff about the West Tigers players that was hanging around last night that played pokies the night before the game against again. There's a lot of Newcastle. Sp- there's a lot of split in relation yeah. to people's reactions to this. It's kind of some people are saying grown men can do what they want, and, and others are saying, well, you're not really fully committed to the team, and, mm. and that that may be a reflection of of how the uh, the Tigers are going. So it's you know, it's a hard one. I don't know where I stand. I am. I know when we talked to Adam O'Brien. I'm, we should ask him about mm. that. What, what if there's policies. anything that goes on at the Knights? But um, what do you think? Oh, Zero. four. Sorry, I did do my job. Go for it. Go on, you do no, it. no, you win it. You don't want to do it. No, I do, do it. it. What is it? Oh, oh, four, five, <laughs> oh, 736. Do you think uh, <laughs> the grown men should make their own decision? If you're the West Tigers players and go and play the pokies the night before the game till ten o'clock in Newcastle. Or is it a no-go zone? Mm. I've still got this mental image of you being punched around the ring in a day spa mm. by some bloke. <laughs> yeah. No, no. You know what I mean. You know what you mean. No. And it's so no, wrong. No. What? Yeah. Um, uh, should we do this? Sports Day Sports <laughs> Update. Uh, yes, it is a sports update. Can we uh, eat good with rolled? It's fast, fresh Vietnamese. So if we do, can we just stay on this West Tigers scenario at the moment? And you will ask Adam O'Brien a little bit later on, Badge, about what Newcastle Knights and what you know, pre-game preparations they have amongst I'll their have players or expectations. But yeah. um, I suppose it's all around perception. I know that Benji Marshall, Paul Kent had a, a, a bit of a disagreement last night on NRL 360. You might be surprised there's a little bit of yelling going on. No. 
<laughs> Boogie. Um, what? But in saying that, uh, I think it's got to be about perception. And you've got to be aware of perception that if you're a side that is always under the spotlight from the media and fans and a high expectation, your perception should be very high about your about what how you're seen. And for the West Tigers, although they put up a really good effort against the Melbourne Storm, going into the Newcastle Knights game, they still should be aware of, of what the perception may be. If they came out the next day and they lost and they allowed people to, to judge them on their actions. I don't think many players, you know, people at the club in general and your, your senior players maybe and your, your coaches, your staff, they, they might be thinking about the perception of the club, but I, don't, I think a lot of players aren't. They're just thinking about what they're doing themselves and mm. does it suit them to do that? The night before a game, and do they normally do that? That's the other thing, you know. They, they might both say, "Like I've, I've been doing this for two years." And well, I look at the two players, Dane Laurie and James Roberts. James Roberts has has been inconsistent. It's fair to say, very for his career, and and maybe he hasn't found the right way to prepare. And maybe this is something that he has been doing throughout his career. And uh, what I'd say to James is, you got to find another hobby if that's the case. And if uh, Dane Laurie, who is still young when it comes to rugby league intelligence, mm. trying to find the right way to prepare. Uh, yeah, players hold other players accountable uh, in clubs. You know what is right. Players and, can also lead them the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, what is right they? and wrong. So, you know, maybe that uh, it's that that debate that we've been having about the West Tigers. That maybe they don't have a lot of those players that are willing to be able to hold other players uh, yeah, accountable well, well, and 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 teach them how to how to prepare, prepare properly. Correct, correctly. I, mean, I remember on away trips we'd go to the movies together with the Raiders or. Um, or there'd be card games going on or that sort of stuff. You know, they're just people sort of hanging around together at, mm. at the hotel. But no, I, don't, I can't really remember too many going out. Can I say... Um, maybe maybe the old uh, Terry Regan and the crew would have gone out. He would have had a, had a few, but that was, that was probably Rigo's pre-game uh, preparation the night before for, <laughs> for 10 years. That's probably what made Don't him have mad. a couple of schooners. But can, <laughs> I, can I just say, um, I'm, uh, when John Lang was our coach, um, we were about to play the Warriors... Uh, very early on the season, and the night before the game, and we're in New Zealand playing the Warriors, and we're all playing cards, playing euchre, and a couple of very young players had lost quite a substantial amount of money, and we played the next day, and we and we had a like win hundreds. But, uh, one lost about twelve or thirteen hundred dollars, and they weren't on a lot of money. No, but no. we played against the Warriors. We won the game anyway. Those two players had horrendous games, bad preparation. And from that day on, John Lang said to us, from this day forward, there is no betting and no gambling. There's nothing the night before the game because... Oh, you think it was playing on their mind? It played on their mind. Right. They, they were thinking about, what one, I put a huge hole in my bank account. I know they're getting paid a lot more money now today, but that, that's, you know, it's, it's all... It's, it's all relevant. All, it's all relevant. But um, they're also wondering about how they're going to tell their pa- their uh, partners that they'd, yeah. they'd yeah. lost a lot of money. So... Yeah, there is some relevance in relation to not engaging in those sort of activities and not before a game when it can really wreak havoc on your mindset the next day. Mm. Um, we've got to go to a break, but just quickly, a couple of st- quick stories I just want to get out here. Uh, Storm's Tyron Wishart has been ruled out of Saturday night's uh, match against Parramatta. He's a household contact of Harry Grant's. Mm. So you shouldn't put people in the same positions in the same house together. That's... The <laughs> that's- well, now that we you think about it, with COVID around, that's, yeah. um, that's going to hurt. It? It's like the, the American president and the vice president never fly together. Yes. So you can't Good put hookers that. together. Well, no, but you're going to put a hooker and a seven together. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah, have that's a, all right. You can that's have okay. a winger and a centre. You can have as many wingers as you like because they're easy to replace. Yeah, they're easy. <laughs> not, not hookers. Um, what? Nathan Cleary. He's a chance he's of returning a, a week earlier chance, than expected. Yeah. Mm. 
and apparently the Bunnies are shopping uh, Tom Burgess around despite having 19 months left on his contract. Mm. There you go. Uh, we've got to go to a break because we've got Adam O'Brien standing by. Eat good and feel good with Rolled. It's fast, fresh Vietnamese. Order on the app today. This is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day, Badge and Sats. Uh, Wednesday night. I can't wait for this game on Saturday afternoon. Top of the table clash. The Panthers and the Knights doing battle in Bathurst this weekend. Uh, we're bringing in the Newcastle coach now, Adam O'Brien. My tip for you, Adam, before the boys get in and start talking about the series footy stuff, grab yourself one of the burgers uh, down there in Bathurst, mate. They are amazing. <laughs> right, I'll, uh, I'll be sure to take you up on it. Now, I reckon he'd have a little bit more on his, yeah. on his mind. But Seriously. Oh, he's got to relax Before bit, we get so. into the serious nature of rugby league and, and how well you're going at the moment, Adam, um, now I'm hearing that you are a patched member of the fearless motorcycle gang, the Grey Nomads. <laughs> Is that true? Mate, I'm, uh, I'm not a member of the Grey Nomads. I, I do have uh, plenty of grey hair. I do I have a bike. Um, but, mate, it's, it's, it's proudly in the shed. I don't get on it too much. I... Um, Originally bought it, or well, I've had it for a while, but used it as an outlet to get away from footy. But um, my wife actually has one, and she gets out on hers a lot more. Whether that's an outlet for me, I'd probably say that's the case. But yeah, um, yeah no, I do have one. Won't be riding it to Bathurst. Take the opportunity this weekend, or down on Friday. <laughs> no, mate, I'll, I'll be getting on the Qantas Link flight with the boys. I'd say. Just, oh, just, the, the just double Kalen up there. Like it's not. It's it's pretty safe when you're driving long distances on a motorbike. Just not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's actually why I got it because you know you have to concentrate so much of them and uh, on them. So I thought we'll get up the Hunter Valley, and that's probably the only time that you won't think about footy. But I don't get out on it enough to tell you the truth. Mm. When, when are you guys uh, heading to Bathurst? Is that day night before, day before? No, we don't actually fly in uh, day off. We've, you know, the NRL has been, because of the, I guess, the logistics of where Bathurst is, um, you know, from Newcastle, they've allowed us to charter a flight and we'll, uh, we'll head in day of the game. Mm. Right. Well, huge, huge game, this one. Of course, um, two round, I know we're only two rounds in, but sitting on the top of the table, that uh, yeah, there's no pressure on really there, is there, considering some people had you guys really expecting you to struggle? Yeah, look, over the summer, the, you know, most of the, the punters had us, um, you know, well down the bottom, or in fact missing the eight. But, you know, we've spoken about that as a group and, and decided that it... You know, not to listen to the noise, and, and we've actually addressed this week that, you know, we're only two games in, but if we don't want to listen to it when they're knocking us, we shouldn't be listening to it when they're praising us too much either. So, um, right. look, there is there's always pressure on us to continually, I guess, improve our game, and there's there's certainly parts of our game that we, we still need to, um, to improve. I think we've leaked a try uh, in the last five minutes of each game, and I don't think that's a physical, like a fatigue thing. I think it's probably more mindset and letting scoreboard and clock sort of dictate your your mindset to your job. So, you know, there's certainly things that we want to get better at, but obviously we have a, a really big test in uh, the benchmark uh, Panthers. Now, if we want to focus mm. on some of the really good performers so far, uh, Adam, one of your off-season signings, Dane Gagai returns to the club. Now, 
we can see what he does on the field. He's so aggressive. He's, he just challenges everything. He, he just seems like such a winner. But off the field, what we don't see, what you coaches see, what, what's he bring to the side? Oh, man, he's been exceptional. You know, even if Gags didn't play in the 80-minute game at the end of the week, we'd still be a better team. He, um, just the way he spends time with the younger guys, um, he's highly intelligent. He's an extension of the coaching staff out on the field at training and in games. Um, and the way he does compete, you see, you know, his competitive nature in the game, that's how he is every day once he crosses the train. Uh, the the line the sideline for training, but you know in and around the joint when when we're not training, he's just a joint coach. Mm. He's um, always got a smile on his face and really good culture person. Gags is it, is it, has he been great for the likes of Dominic Young out on the wing, who's you know struggled a bit times last year, looked a little bit out of place. You could see the potential, but he's he's been a lot better this year. Is Dane Gagai a good settling influence on him? Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of credit's got to go to Dom as well, but I think Gag certainly being beside him um, is just constantly talking to him and, and helping him through the game, through training sessions. But you know, I thought last year was a bit of a shock to Dom. He'd um, you know come out from England and experienced his first Australian summer and and NRL preseason, and I think that really shocked him. Uh, but he came back completely different guy after the break and has grabbed the pre-season with two hands, and I think that that's probably shown in his performances. But, you know, your first point there with Gags has certainly been um, enormous for him. Now, Adam, of course, and I was one when I heard that Mitch was going to leave the club, and I thought, yeah, just that that lack of uh, seniority around that really important halfback position, where's it going to leave the Knights? I've always been a fan of Adam Clunes. Jake Clifford's now a young father. We know you're a better rugby league player when you when you have your first child, and you can see that he's really happy. But Joey John's coming to the club. Um, what from an from a, a a coach that's sitting there and watching Joey work with his halves? What's he primarily focused on with these two inexperienced halves? I think the the first thing that sort of impressed me with Joey when he came in, and and like over the years that when I've been an assistant coach, we've always worked with um, with consultants that come in. Obviously, in Melbourne, you work with a lot of AFL consultants and. You know, sometimes they don't seem as in, as organised as you'd like or they don't want to impose on a session. But right from the get-go, he, he had a plan on how he thought, uh, you know, those guys could play, how we could play. Um, so he's very thorough in his details and, and what he wants to get done. But he works really well with our with our coaches, our full-time coaches that are here in, in Willie Peters and Blake Green. They're sort of between the three of them, they've all worked really well together. They're all on the same page. So I think when that happens, uh, the players have confidence too. You know, they're getting the same message. And um, and, I, and I think that's probably the other thing. Maybe he instills confidence in them. They, uh, anytime Joey comes to training, he can see that there's a spring in their step and um, and he's quite encouraging and, and, and backs them. So, um, yeah, he's been a really good addition for us. Have you seen that they're slowly... Got the confidence because Kalen and the marquee players come with so much pressure and expectation on them, Adam. Have you seen these two young halves just slowly having the confidence to take a lot of pressure off Kalen and not feel as though that Kalen has got to be that that trigger player all the time? Yeah, I do. I think um, they're they're really complementing as a as a spine. Um, we're not reliant on that one position or that one player. They're all sort of doing their bit, whether it be the end of our sets, they're sharing the load there and making sure that we're, 
kick into good field position. Um, but the thing that's probably impressed me the most about Cliff's games is contact. He's really applied himself to his defence, and I think that his game builds off the back of that. He gets good initial contact early in the game, and uh, he's certainly a confidence player. And they, they seem to be happy and free, and they, they seem to be getting you know even share of the ball, which makes us a, a dangerous footy team as well. Yeah, well, one of the big challenges for any club is to not just have a good 17. You've got to have depth. You've got to have players that can slot in and, and you know, when urgently required, you know, Dave Clemmer had to pull out and, and you had no Caelan Ponga last week. You haven't had Daniel Saifidi. You'll still be able to win a couple of games. I see Daniel's back this week. Um, has that been a, a, a challenge? Is that is that a tricky thing to do, to build the right depth in all those key positions and, you know, across the board? Yeah, that was probably the thing that I was most proud of on the weekend. I think... Our bench had our bench had 21 games between them, and and Phoenix had 16 of them. So we were yeah. we were really inexperienced on the bench, and I think you know without throwing any numbers, that is, I think the, there was seven guys out of the 13 for the last half an hour, and there was 50 games out on the field between those seven. So we were inexperienced, so that made me really proud that it was a real culture win, and we've worked really hard over the last few seasons on on our culture and, and making sure that everybody understands their role so there is accountability to that. So I'm, I think I think naturally a lot of the young guys, are, they're a year older in the system. Um, but, yeah, that, that was probably the most pleasing aspect was some young guys came in and really done a good job. And I think it was a real, you know, club sort of win that one with guys like Matt Croker and that, who's predominantly played New South Wales Cup, come in and, and mm. just... You know, held his gloves up enormously for us. So um, yeah, it's, and that's what that's what it's going to take this year. It's not a team. It's going to take a club culture to win this thing. So um, you know, it's it's early days, but yeah, it was a good start for us. Do you do you have the luxury of keeping an eye on the future as well, Adam? I mean, because you're, what you're saying to me about those young players and not a lot of experience, and they're you know they're going well. I mean, it says the future's bright, but you have to try to keep. The, you know the most of that squad together and is that is that a, a tricky part of of coaching too that you're not just you know I know there's other people involved in the organization but you're not just coaching week to week you've got to be thinking about the end or later in the season and next year and what's going to happen yeah absolutely look the number one for me is to make sure that I'm coaching the NRL team for that week that's my main role to make sure that we're putting in a performance that'll uh, that'll get us the win, but absolutely, there's some responsibility for the future of the club. I'm really fortunate. We've got great people around me as well in terms of Clint Zama, our recruitment uh, manager, but the the support staff in Hayden Knowles. You know, we, we'll, we'll collaborate together. I, I won't have the whole say in recruitment and retention. Um, but I certainly, I think we work well between Bedsy, myself, uh, Hayden, Clint Zammett, Um, just to make, you know, you don't want to just make short-term decisions. It's got to be the club long-term success. We we want to be a club that's in a position to win a premiership and win multiple ones. I think that should be our aim every year mm-hmm. to get yourself up into that top four every year. So, yeah, it is a balancing act and making sure that you're getting timing right on players and and having a, a bit of an eye on where you think guys can get to in a couple of seasons. But I don't let it consume me too much uh, during the season because it'll take me away from my main role, mm, and that's true. making sure our 17 are primed to go. 
Now, Nathan Cleary, James Fisher-Harris, they've all been named in the 24. I don't think Cleary will play, um, to be quite honest. But this week, both you and your coaches, you're going through the video prep, Adam. You're looking at the opposition, the Panthers. How much time in your video prep is spent on their very impressive number 13, Isaiah Yo? Yeah, look, obviously every week we want to prepare the team the best we can. And part of that is looking at the the strength of the opposition and, and coming up with a plan where how we can best handle them. They've obviously got strike right across the park. But I think, um, you know, between with Nathan being out, certainly Yo and, and, and young um, Sullivan has, has done a really good job. So, yeah, we prepare the team. We'll obviously show some stuff in and around Nathan. Most of our guys are aware, having played him last year, of his strengths, which are which are many. Um but yeah, look, we, we, we've certainly had a look. We've got another session tomorrow, which is our our, our defence focus day, where we'll have a really good look at the Panthers. But um, yeah, we understand what's at the end of the week. It's a, it's a big challenge for us, but I think the guys are really excited by it. How good did Sunday Arvo last week look? Sunbathed McDonald Jones oh, Stadium. It was yeah. outstanding, wasn't it? Right. Well, really, to be honest, it was a real big draw card for me. You know, accepting the role because it's. It's rugby league heartland, and I know you know a lot of people say that about their home sort of clubs or their home towns, but this really is it. And to see it, you know, round two, twenty-three thousand on a you know sunny afternoon, um, it was unreal, and we've mm. really missed it. I think for the two years that I've been here, we haven't sort of been able to experience that uh, often enough, um, and, it, and it is a, a performance niche for us. I know that. This crowd here, they get behind the players and they're an educated crowd. They know when you deserve to have a bit of a pat on the back and they know when you need to kick up the bum. So, uh, yeah, it, it was a really, really great day for us. Um, and I know the boys were really excited to mm. see you know, a lot of people that I haven't seen for a long, long time. Yeah. Look, before we get to let you go, Adam, it's been great chatting to you too. This is not a trick question and you can sidestep it if you want to, but do you have any rules around your players the night before a game if you're away? Uh, you know, going out, playing the pokies or whatever. I know that this is what happened last week with a couple of Tigers fan or players in Newcastle. Do you, have you guys got any strict rules around around that away away travel? Yeah, I don't. I don't have rules. I, I think uh, I have expectation uh, of preparation. So you know, that was one of the things that I did when I came here. That. You know, I didn't bar them from venues or or have curfews. And just you know, we spent a lot of time around educating what you know professional performance looks like, uh, how to behave as an adult. And look, we're not always going to get it right. You know, when mm. you've got a, a large group of young men, you know, you'll 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 have some slip ups. But I um, you know, I don't I don't have rules. I just spend a lot of time on educate and have expectations. And and I think the players hold each other accountable to what. You know what good preparation is to to win, um, and and it is it, it, it's that tight the competition where if you don't get your performance right leading in, it, it'll cost you in games. You might get away with it for one or two weeks, and I'm not having to go with the Tigers, and that's mm. that's their business. But for our guys, you if you if you do if you're not disciplined with your prep, you might get away with it for one or two weeks, but it, it won't be sustainable. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'll probably more rather than rules, I'll just have a, a bit more expectation on what what's uh, required. So, right. so on that, on that, you give you a local. You've obviously got a local in Newcastle now. Is it the Burwood, the Great Northern? Is it the Cricketers Arms? <laughs> All three, mate. 
the Burwoods about 150 metres from my joint, so uh, <laughs> oh, it reminds me of my childhood uh, growing up in pubs. So uh, it, it's a great venue. I like to go down there. The, the old fellas aren't too fussed about me. It's, uh, the most I ever get is well done, coach. Or if we get beat, it's unlucky, coach, and that's it. They get on with betting on the horses. So it's nice. Yeah, like <laughs> well, let's hope it's a lot of well done coaches uh, this year, Adam. Good luck uh, Saturday afternoon, Carrington Park in Bathurst when you take on the Panthers. And, look, we really appreciate you coming on Sports Day. We've got a lot of listeners listening through 2HD in Newcastle. They love the Knights. And, mate, we really appreciate your time today. Yeah, no worries. Thanks very much for having me, guys. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day, Badge and Sats. What were we going to say to me off the air? You can't say it on the air? No, I can't say it on the air. Oh, okay. um, I was looking forward to that. Hey, uh, something we missed off the top because we just ran out of time. How, oh, by the way, Adam O'Brien, great chat, boys. How good was he? Yes, yes made a lot of makes a lot of sense. He's pretty uh, level-headed, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got a good crew around him as well. You know, Denny Badiris, as he mentioned, is the general manager of footy and... Belmont from Clarence says he likes his comment about listening to the hype. Don't listen to the negative stuff, but don't get too pumped about the positive stuff either. Cool heads. Even Keel prevail these days. Good on him. Night supporters, what did you think of the chat with Adam O'Brien and his words? 0457 736 736. Best text tonight wins that Spinal Ease uh, pillow. couple other things, too, that uh, we want to get your opinions on. The West Tigers, we talked about off the top of the show. Um, was there anything wrong with the boys playing the pokies the night before the game? Or are people just overreacting? Is the media out of control again? Yeah, that's us. In talking about that, Sats made a great point about some teammates of his that, you know, lost a bit of money playing cards and weren't the same the next day. So maybe there is something to it. And Ash Barty, who else has retired too soon or, or too young? 0457 736. What'd you do, Woogie? What'd you kick? You knock something over. The... the the, the studio's falling. Was that apart. your Astro? He knocked his Astro. Out of it. <laughs> be seven, what was, it, what was I up to? Oh, seven three six. Yeah, that was his beer. Uh, um, yeah, actually, in Thorpe, Alan from Erskine Park says he retired too young. We got a few. Came uh, back. He, he came back it. also. Then tried Thorpe. to come back, yeah. and never. It's always difficult, isn't it, to be the same? Does anyone ever come Woogie back? Woogie Sats and Badge regarding early retirements. The greatest heavyweight in history, not you, Woogie, but oh, Rocky Marciano retired with a perfect record, forty nine and zero. The age yes. of just thirty one. Tragically killed in a plane crash in '69, just days before his 46th birthday. Yes, read a really good book on. It's called Undefeated uh, on. Uh, Rocky Marciano. It's a great book. Yeah, thanks. Great book. That's from uh, Rooster Mars. Nick from Newcastle says, the cricket in Pakistan would have to be the most boring ever. Contrast, though, Can't Barry Hall headbutting SBW was gold. Looking forward to the fight tonight. We are too, and mm-hmm. we are split. I'm going the draw. Barry Hall's last fight was against, I think it was his last fight against Paul Gallant. His only it? fight, yeah. Only fight. Only it was a draw. Fight, yeah. And mm. you guys, you're on, in the Sunny Bill camp. I think Sunny Bill. Woogie's on, um, on Barry Hall. So. By knockout. Mm. Yeah. Um, looking hey. interesting. Hey, some other really good news today. Yep. Warriors yep. are going home yeah. for the first time in two and a half years. They will be playing, I think it's in July. It is against the West Tigers. Against the West Tigers, the Mount Mount Smart Stadium. So the plans are underway. Um, Surely that can't be derailed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. This is the third attempt. Surely. So really happy for them. How emotional will that be for those players, not only to get home and then their fans to go to that game and – when they start selling tickets for that game, they're going to go. It's going to be tough on the families because they're they're 
living in Brisbane, they're in schools. Yes. So you just got to lift yes. everyone up again and, and go well, home. And perhaps like, that's why they're not doing it earlier. Mm. There's a bit of planning mm. that has to go into that, doesn't there? And, and I'd imagine some of their families might elect to go home as soon as they can. What's going to be more difficult weeks. is the players that have signed for the Warriors that have actually never set foot in Auckland mm. finding their yes. way around Auckland. Well, there's a bunch of them now <laughs> getting passports. Mm. Yes, that's right. Well, the coach has never even been to Auckland. Nathan Brown has not been to Auckland at no. all. No, he hasn't. He he's sure? not, no, Ever. Oh, as the head coach. As the head coach. No, but his okay. first year was in Australia yep. as head coach. This is his second year. Reese Walsh, has he? Hasn't been. Hasn't been as well. There's quite a few players. Yeah, hey, a few. can I throw something at you as well and our listeners? 0457 736 736. What did you make of the Jackson Hastings three weeks? <laughs> yeah, no, I'd, I think it's really harsh. Yeah. Um, for a dangerous a dangerous tackle where a Newcastle player ended up – he did end up on his head and he did end up on a dangerous position. But I don't think he played a major role. And I thought Joe Offen and Gow played a, a, a probably a far bigger role in relation to the force that the top half of his body was brought down onto the ground. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I'm with you, Sats. I don't – which is unusual for you and I in these sort of <laughs> tackles and stuff. We do see things quite differently, but – Without Joe Offerhand Gowie, I don't think that tackle is anywhere near. No, would have no been. way. And I reckon that might have been his defence. But if they've they've just looked at it and said, "Well, we we can't, we can't really let him off." I thought they might have downgraded it, but because he didn't get the downgrade, he has to cop the three weeks instead of two for an early guilty plea. So, um, I did hear some today saying they can't believe he even fought it. Well, he honestly thought he made really good contact around the waist. That he, was an Try yeah. to turn the player, and again, the force of the second player. You don't know what that other player is going to do when they come into the tackle. But again, we're going to start – players are going to be nervous about making really good contact with yep. players around the waist and See, around that, the rib that cage. didn't ha- – like when I, when I was playing Satch, you, you, you get a player and tip them on their head. And mm-hmm. I don't ever want to see that happen again, but you could do it. But there was a time where you could just, you could just drive a player and get him in that great position and turn with him and put him on his back. Unfortunately, there there's so many players tackling up high. Almost every time you make a tackle down low, there's someone up high as well. And that's what happened with Joe Offengau. He's in there. He's never even thinking about going low. You so look, he's just dragging the, the upper body down and bang his on his head. Have another look at it, listeners, if you get a chance uh, on any of the, the media streams. Have a look at the face of Joe Offengau. His whole intent is to grab the player and drive him as hard as he possibly could into the ground. So, yeah, I think it's unfortunate. In relation... Getting back to our text messages, uh, everyone, about players and sportsmen and women that have retired too early. Kevin at Casarina badge says, Alan Langer refi- retired far too early. Oh, his form was... Yes, Kevy, good call. Oh, his form was down, but... Well, he, he just started to lose. He just said, I just yeah. lost that bit of hunger. And, and I remember him saying, he said, I used because I, I was there for his first Origin game. Every game he, he played, he, he went out and had a bit of a, a dry reach or a yeah. vomit. Yep. He said, didn't happen. Mm. So he wasn't as nervous because he was so nervous. He wasn't as nervous. And he said, you know, he's sitting at a game. I think they were at Illawarra at Wollongong. And he said, sitting in there, there before the game thinking, geez, I'd rather be having a pie over like that bloke <laughs> next to me than, than playing. So, um, But he proved he still had it when he came back from yeah. Warrington, didn't he? Yeah. Keep your texts coming through. 0457 736 736. Plenty to get to. We'll get to them in just a moment. This is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. 
Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day. Jared Wallace joining us uh, in the next hour to talk about... Um, we're going to talk about uh, footy cards, which will be really exciting. Uh, hang around for that. What was your first footy card badge? Um, I reckon it might have been... Mine was slippery, slip, slippery Steve Morris. Mine might have been Wally Lewis. They came out okay. in the early 80s, yep. late 70s. Trying to think. Uh, Johnny Grant was, oh, well, uh, yeah, was okay. a champion player for South in uh, Brisbane, Queensland, Australia, who became the commissioner. Yep. It's funny, a lot of people in Sydney don't even know he played. But he was, yeah, he played for Australia. How long did the chewing gum last? The Scanlon's chewing gum? Yeah. No, I saved that. Oh, the smell was so good, wasn't it? When was you it opened the up pink that pack? Yeah. Or the blue. Yeah. No, uh, the pink. I remember we used to swallow it. And a friend of mine told me that what? don't swallow bubble gum because mm. it it's, sticks your ribs together. I think you got. I was rude. <laughs> you got told that a few times. Hey, boys, can I just, can I just get, what? Can I just give you a score on the cricket? It's a flat track, isn't it? In Pakistan oh, and Lahore. Oh, flat. That's never been. That's is that a crap stat? Yep. Sorry. Crap stat. Give us the score. One for one uh, hundred and sixty-six. Oh, we can't get him out. Hey, retiring too young. Uh, Reg Gaznia was twenty-seven. He played a record thirty-six tests, mm, and go. he retired at twenty-seven. So if he'd gone on as long as Cameron Smith, he would have had one hundred and forty <laughs> tests. Sixty-seven kangaroo tour. Yes. Yeah. Um, Sam, um, have you got a good one, Sam? Johnny Farnham. Well, we're talking about... Um, John Farnham. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking point? earlier on about um, about Harry Grant and and young Wishart, Tyron Wishart, living together. Yes. And how it's the POTUS rule. You can't have the President of the United States and the and the Vice President. They in never, the same plane. They never fly together. Never in the, never same, in the same room. Whatever it may be. No. So Western Sydney Eagles says Coca-Cola CEO and CFO don't fly together. Is they the only two that know the, the recipe? recipe. <laughs> right. Well, then, does that it, does, what about the colonel and the chickens? Yeah, yeah. And Are they can't ever fly, on the same plane? He can't, and you can't steal my well, jokes either. Sorry, mate. There is a big rumour that Ronald McDonald <laughs> never travels with the Hamburglar. Well, you don't so, want that, do exactly. you? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Hey, um, Big Teddy from Caringbar. That was the text about Reg Gaznia. I've got him in the lead. I like that one for the uh, that for is a good Spinal East pillow. Yep. Oh Woogie. really? Anyway, yeah. I know you make the choice, Woogie, but we've given it to all of your relations. I think we've run out now. <laughs> um, danger is anyone's what? Well, boys, I'm going Sunny Bill Williams. I think he's going to smash him tonight. Yeah, no, fair enough. The Knights have started well before, never even made the final, so I'm hoping they keep it up the whole season. So does a lot of people with Toronto Rod. They've been absolutely outstanding. A lot of people commenting on the on the interview with. Um, Adam With O'Brien. Adam O'Brien, it was, yeah, it was a good interview, good chat. Righty, a few things to uh, get to. More of your texts will come up uh, in the next 60 minutes. Uh, Jared Wallace coming up as well. Oh, he's well. retiring too young, Jared. Is he? Is, he re- is, he is that why he's the, in tonight? I think it might be. We'll he's, find he's sponsored by Chaz Mostert and Ringers Western tonight. Look at him go. Uh, this is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage. Drive car of the year. Back soon. something to say text us anytime 0457 736 736 this is sports day with badge and sats
Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.